just in time for summer, the folks at Epic Brewing have released a new canned cocktail, the Utah Margarita. A delicious blend of real lime and agave, the Utah Margarita is ready to drink by the river or in the park. And here's the kicker, no need to buy it at a liquor store. Pick up a six-pack of Epic Brewing's Utah Margarita at any local Harmon's or Trader Joe's, or visit Epic Brewing on State Street in downtown Salt Lake City. Tomorrow is Valentine's Day, so today we're talking about sex. Or not sex. Mostly not sex. And by that, I mean the BYU Virginity Club Instagram page, which describes itself as a Utah-based club dedicated to preserving and promoting virginity on college campuses. If you haven't been to this page, open their Instagram and give it a scroll. Then tell me if you think it's a joke. That's the question we tried to answer last summer with two BYU alums. How much of this is satire? And who is it for? It's Monday, February 13th, 2023. I'm Ali Vallarta, and this is CityCast Salt Lake. All right, everyone. We're gathered here today to discuss... The BYU Virginity Club. Cassie Bingham, why don't you kick us off? What is your relationship with this Instagram page? How does it make you feel? I feel like I have like personal connection to the page because I'm a BYU alum, um, mm-hmm. graduated from BYU in 2013. And I was like a pretty like orthodox practicing Mormon all the way till probably around 2015. Mm-hmm. Haven't been since then. And so I feel like I have both a lived experience perspective of like, um, okay, this is funny. This is about like virgins. I was virginal at BYU. I want to, yeah. I want to look at this. <laughs> but then I also right. have the, you know, the post Mormon, like looking at this Instagram account, trying to figure out, I think the big question around the account is, is it satire? Um, yeah. and, um, and, and kind of like trying to catch the jokes where they are figure out what's supposed to be a joke, what's not, what's in earnest. And so, yeah, that's my curiosity around it. Yeah. Shelby Hinsey, when did you discover this page and what was your initial response? Um, It's been a couple years that I've known about it. I started seeing people um, sharing it on Instagram stories and my relationship is confusion. Okay. Because, you know, half the time I'm like, okay, obviously this is satire. And then half the time I'm like, but is it? Right. Which, you know, means if it is satire, it's pretty good. Mm -hmm. I also graduated from BYU in 2014, and I would consider myself still a practicing member of the church. It's definitely been, like, thought-provoking to me, Mm -hmm. whether it's real or satire. It's made me think about a lot of different things, but I don't know that it's the best way to have those conversations. Right. What do you think the page aims to do? I'm curious for both of you. Like, Cassie, what do you think the page aims to do? I think on one hand, they're trying to call out purity culture, like sexual purity culture in Mm -hmm. Mormonism as like a niche, but also probably like greater like Christian culture or like organized religion culture in, in the West. And so some of their stuff that's been like really funny to me, they used to do like Virgin of the Week. Yeah. And those kind of like progressively got more obvious that it was people just being like, I'm (laughs) like, I'm really hot and cool, 
that doesn't mean I can't be a virgin. Like they can exist at once, you know? And it, it was pretty funny. They had like a married couple in that series that was like, we're married, but we're proud members of this club, you know, like just because you're married doesn't mean you have to have sex. So really right. like tongue in cheek, but also like not subtle way of being like, what is up with like purity culture? And I don't know that this page would be the best way to have a conversation about sexual purity culture and like shame. Hmm. Cause a lot of like both, both like practicing Mormons and like post Mormons or ex Mormons, however they identify, there's a huge conversation around shame with sex. And so probably not the page to use to educate about that, but definitely mm -hmm. a page that I think might get some people who are in those conversations. I would agree, Cassie, with your assertion that like it kind of in the beginning, I more was like, is this real? Is this a joke? Like you'd see one post and be like, this isn't real. And then you'd see another and be like, oh, my God, maybe it is. I don't know. But like the comments are still a place where you can still experience that because occasionally I'll read a comment and be like, I truly do not know if this comment is satire. <laughs> like, I don't know if this person is is here with us on in the same way in this joke. Who do you think runs this account, Shelby? I would say it's definitely a guy, probably a BYU student or just post-graduation. You know, from my time at BYU, um, there's definitely like some like bro-y kind hmm. of guys who just have that sense of humor and would find this funny. And they're probably doing a lot of making out on Saturday night and then going to church in the morning. Mm -hmm. On Sunday, um, that's my best guess. And, you know, I think it's interesting because we don't talk as much about how purity culture impacts men. I think we talk about it more, how it impacts women. So I think that's an interesting conversation. Hmm. And then I also think, you know, on the flip side of that, there is a conversation of like, you know, you can be a college student and have fun and do good things without having a body count, you know? There's this idea of like you're masculine if you only if you have a body count. And by body count, you mean like number of people you've had sex with. Yes. Yes. So so I think, you know, it's an interesting conversation of where is that where is that balance and how do you balance, you know, not having shame in either direction. Mm -hmm. But yeah, maybe they're doing a good job because we're having that conversation now. Yeah. But it is funny. You think it's funny? I think it's funny. Yeah, because I think I can see the satiricalness of it and how some of these things that we say, when you just stretch them a little bit further, it's like, oh, that is that is weird. That That's how we talk or what we think about. So I appreciate that. The Living Traditions Festival is back in downtown Salt Lake City, May 17th through 19th. And this is when I come alive. It is so easy to sell me on three days of Washington Square and Library Square converting to a global food court. And this festival has truly been one of my favorites for years now. Living Traditions convenes the diversity of artistic traditions, food heritage, music, and art from the many cultures that have made Utah their home. You can expect everything from live music and dance to hands-on workshops, a little shopping, Sundance film screenings, and Bohemian Brewery. There is something for the whole family, and it's free entry. Come celebrate all of the rich cultures that make up our community. 
Find more information on the festival and view the full program guide at livingtraditionsfestival.com or on Instagram and Facebook at SLC Living Trad. We talk a lot on this show about our city's crown jewels. What are the institutions that open doors in our community and regulate its pulse? I choose Salt Lake Community College, and it is a home for incredibly focused Salt Lakers. Nearly 80% of their students work while going to school, many full-time jobs. If I could do college all over again, I would not be 33 and sitting on these damn student loans. And slick students aren't. 80% graduate with little to no student loan debt or save thousands knocking out credits before transferring to a four-year institution. Every day, Salt Lake Community College is transforming lives and communities through education. If you want to learn something new, refine a trade, or pursue a higher degree for the first time, explore your options at slcc.edu. Study alongside hard workers, save precious money, and be one in a class of 19, not 100. I'm curious, Cassie, who do you think this page is for? Because that's something I've really been trying to figure out. Yeah, I was actually like meditating on that while you were speaking, Shelby, because I'm like, for me, being like a person of color, I'm, I'm half black. And so BYU was like a hard environment for me to feel like belonging in. And I feel like a lot of people feel like that at BYU who maybe feel either perceive or really like don't fit the like mainstream culture of BYU. Like even in my time, you know, at BYU, this account might have not been existing, but I saw a lot of different like satirical or like in the realm of like mocking, like self mockery stuff. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like almost wondering if, if who's running the account and also who the account is for is people who are literally in like real time processing trauma that might be trauma for them and not trauma for others, right? Depending on what your positionality is. And and then also I'm I'm queer, you know, I'm I'm gay. And so mm-hmm. I view, you know, virginity as a construct because I'm like, I don't see myself as a virgin, but I really only have sex with women, you know? And so right. for some people that's not the definition of vir- of virginity, right? Like virginity is like losing your virginity has to be penetration. And to me, I'm like, oh, that was never my definition for virginity. So it's interesting to me because I guess from my very niche perspective, I'm like, maybe this is for people like me where it's like we can kind of heal a little bit because sometimes the page, especially with the Virgin of the Week, I was like, I wonder if these people really are like they consider themselves virgins. They're proud of it. But they're also like willing to be like, this is funny. Like, this is like really weird in like mainstream American society. And I'm like willing to like do a little bit of like self-deprecating humor here, you know? And so I feel like, I don't know, there's like a lot of people it could be for. Yeah. Like the version of the week thing was like, here's this person, here's their full name, here's their photo. Like it was a very forward thing to do. And you are a little bit kind of throwing yourself on the into the gauntlet. And in doing so acknowledging your relationship with whatever that dominant culture is that you're satirizing, because in order for you to effectively do it, you have to be connected enough that like it does cause people to sort of raise their eyebrows and be like, well, is this serious? And so I'm like, I think that's a really interesting choice to be like, I'm all in enough on this joke. I think this joke is either fun enough or valuable enough for me to put my face on it. There's a really interesting dichotomy within like LDS culture of on one hand, 
you know, we're a peculiar people and we want to be seen as different and we want to, you know, share our beliefs and share what we think and, and whether that's, you know, through humor or being serious, whatever. But then on the flip side of that also, we have, especially recently, this very intense desire to be in the in-group as well, which is currently this, you know, conservative evangelical Christian group Mm -hmm. that really promotes this purity culture, which to me is funny because they don't think we're Christians and we're all going to hell. And it's like they only want you when you're valuable to them. So I think part of it is we are very comfortable with like, yeah, I'm weird and I do things differently and I'm proud of it while also trying to be like, but I'm also just like you. So I think that kind of plays off of that idea as well that's very dominant in the broader culture. Yeah. Another account that I like, I don't follow because I think I'd be ashamed to follow it. <laughs> it's not a satirical account. It's a it's a party account. It's an entertainment uh, company ran by a former BYU student. It's called Young Dumb. I hate it. I hate it so <laughs> they much. Throw, they throw, they like their founders, at least the, the main founder is like a very outspoken, proud, active member of the church, right? His yes. name is Kwaku. He's on Twitter. I'm blocked on Twitter. <laughs> a lot of people are blocked by him. But like the party, like business that he runs, the branding and the content are like blonde, thin women with like a lot of cleavage, always midriffs showing, always booty shorts, right? But at the same time, Kwaku's like super outspoken about how proud he is that he's a virgin, that he's like temple going. And like he also like encourages other people to do that. And it's like he literally will have that back to back with like promoting his party content. So to me, that's like a perfect example of what Shelby's saying and also kind of plays into like the BYU virgins page. Well, and when you set it up like that, like looking at the BYU virginity club page and then looking at the young dumb page, like I think it perfectly illustrates why there is always this tiny piece in the back of my head that's like, is this real? (laughs) Because that is basically the case is like, you look to other corners of the internet and you're like, I don't know if this, if this is real, then by the transitive property, that's also could be real. So before we go, let's just do a quick vote here. Shelby, you start. Is this page a hundred percent satire? I'm going to go like 95% satire. Hmm. Okay. Well, gosh, I don't (laughs) know. I know. I think it is is satirical. And in order to be satirical, you have to understand and believe some of the principles Hmm. that you're satirizing. Hmm. Interesting. Or have believed them at some point. So yes, satirical. More tongue in cheek, I would almost say. Cheeky. Okay. Yeah, the classic, like, the best jokes are true comedy yes. principle. Yeah, Cassie, what about you? I was also going to go the percentage route, which Shelby okay. and I must, we must be diplomats. But I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, like, 75%, though, I guess with a caveat as well. Like, yes, it's satire. Um, mm-hmm. And similar to what Shelby said, I think at least one, I, I bet there's multiple either founders or, like, runners of the account. I bet at least one of them is still like holding to virginity as like a religious personal standard. That's what I think. Okay, that's specific. (laughs) Thank you both so much for your time and your thoughts on this. 
I am going to keep trying to get to the bottom of who runs this account. And I hope that I will have news for you both soon on maybe answers to some of our questions. Here's hoping. Awesome. Thanks so much, Allie. I don't know. I don't want to know. <laughs> you don't, don't want to want know? know. <laughs> I, I want to know. I do want to know. Well, friends, I did track down the person who runs this account, or at least the character who runs this account. Here is our conversation. Hello there. Hey. How you doing? Um, I'm doing pretty good. I mean, you can never really rest when you're on the march, but doing well. <laughs> Let's talk about what you're on the march for. So, of course, everyone in Utah and beyond is speculating about whether the BYU Virginity Club is a stunt, if it's satire or if this is a genuine pursuit. What do you say? So it's it's real. In fact, I think the fact that people keep asking whether it's real kind of proves the whole premise, which is mm. that virginity is a stigmatized concept. It's not OK to be abstinent in America and so when someone says they're abstinent and I think we should promote abstinence, everyone's like, oh, you must be joking because they don't take abstinence seriously. Hmm. I guess then that when you think of purity culture, you see the threat being what? Lack of purity. Sorry, is that what you mean? <laughs> <laughs> Why did you start this page? Um, we wanted to bring attention to the fact that the vast majority of college students are graduating from college having had sexual relations. Um, mm -hmm. We think this is an affront to good Christian values and not just Christian, but across multiple faiths, we are inclusive of all faiths. And we found that this is a common value. Many people are having sex because they feel pressured into it because of hookup culture or party culture. And so we think it's necessary to form this movement to create a space where people can be abstinent without that pressure from popular society. Got it. You all have started selling merch, so you're going the corporate route. <laughs> um, I wouldn't say that at all. We're just a very small team, and so the merch helps us continue to run the page. And also, um, people are always asking about merch. Like, we, we didn't come up with the idea. It was because people were asking us to make it. And so, yeah, it's been very popular. But how do you feel about the fact that so many people are wearing your merch themselves in satire? Um, we're not aware of anyone who's wearing our merch, ironically. As far as we know, only official club members have purchased merch. Of course, someone can always buy, buy it and wear it in a disrespectful way, but that's true of any sort of religious garb or like activist garb. Like Someone could always take it and twist it in their own way. I thought I saw somewhere that there was some merch you all were selling and the proceeds were being donated to a nonprofit. Is that right? So for Pride Month, we did a virgin pride shirt um, okay. with the word pride being rainbow. And we yeah. donated a good chunk of the proceeds towards the Trevor Project and then BYU's yeah. Out Foundation, um, which are some really cool queer advocacy groups. Yeah. Can I ask how you identify the founder? Not necessarily your name or any like personal information, but like, do you identify as male? Do you identify as LDS? I am male and I'm an LDS BYU student. Got it. Okay. All right. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. That's all for us today here on CityCast Salt Lake. 
Hey, we have a real Valentine's Day treat for you tomorrow morning. Remember those awkward date stories we've been collecting? Well, we are bringing in a very special guest to read them with us. You will not want to miss it. Bye for now. Bye for now.